Aman Vitaligo Advocate. It's a skin yeah. condition. Since day one, my parents have never treated me differently. So they never like let me be like a Vitaligo child. It's just that when I grew up, I started to understand how society thinks, how uh, the perception of beauty has developed, and started to understand when people started commenting and giving advices and suggestions and treatments that you should do this, you should do that, and like. That's when I understood that okay, uh, you know there is something wrong. Hi, Kanupriya. Hi, Jivika. So, did you take a break last week, like you had said you would? Yeah, well, I tried, and that's the important thing, right? <laughs> focusing on achieving is not the aste way yes i work too much but i did take a break and you know what that break included eating my favorite ice cream yes which is my favorite ice cream mango just take one uh no i love eating mangoes my favorite ice cream is any chocolate ice cream still not like oh i like you know the vanilla stick which is covered in chocolate wait i just lied i only like the um, quality walls cornetto as a chocolate ice cream i like everything else i like podcast i i don't know i don't know okay i got intimidated we all know how old you are <laughs> i i there was a lot of pressure to come up with an answer for my favorite ice cream and i'm like no i don't like chocolate ice cream as much Why did I even ask me the question and then you felt pressure? That's just a lot about like, you know, how we keep trying to not have. No, yeah. but we make it for ourselves. But you sounded so authentic about your flavor, so I was like, I might as well tell her that's not my favorite flavor before it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's uh, stop chit chatting. I think we need to introduce a guest for this episode. Who is so- coming on? We have someone very interesting on our podcast today. Her name is Ria Agarwal. She's an adorable person, and uh, hope to have a lot of chats with her about how real beauty should be from within. Uh, because even though she's had a long-term skin condition, she's completely unapologetic about being herself, and she shows so much self-acceptance and love. And um, we're really excited to chat with her. And uh, yeah. Wow, I can't wait to hear her story. Bringing her in. Hi Ria, thank you so much for joining us today on our Live Our State podcast. Hello, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so happy to be here. Where are you joining us from? I'm joining from London right now. London. Wow. Why London? Uh, I'm currently pursuing my masters here. so i'm here right now for that that is so cool where are you doing your masters from what is this masters about uh so i am a digital marketer by profession so i am pursuing digital marketing masters in digital marketing with data analytics from coventry university the london campus that is so cool i went to imperial london myself and that was an amazing experience oh i'm sure then you know all about london i absolutely love london I think it's amazing, and you're so lucky. You're in uh, London in the summers, so that's that's always nicer. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's good and bad both because currently it's like boiling right now. It's it's been like forty degrees, 
and UK has never seen that such temperature ever. So, I know. I was just reading about it. It's quite crazy this time. Yeah. London is away from home, right? Where is home, Ria? Uh, I am. I was born and brought up in Raipur, Chhattisgarh. Okay. And I have then done my education, like my high school, from Chhatt from Raipur itself. Uh, then for my undergrad, I moved to Bombay, and I was there in Bombay for like three years. And after Bombay, I came to London. These are so many experiences at such a young age. And Ria, you're also uh, represented by Enega. Tell us more about that. So you're a uh, student, yes. you are, you are uh, a model, you're a digital creator. How do you juggle all of this? I mean, um, I'm trying to give my best to everything, but sometimes like it gets very consuming. But yes, I, so luckily, you know, Ashwarya, right? My manager. So she had contacted me uh, for Enega. And I didn't know this space a lot because I was very new to it. I'm still very new to it. So I didn't know how things work or how to get my way through, uh, you know, uh, people and brands, like what is the right way to talk to them and things like that. So Ashwarya actually, uh, told me everything about it and how it should be and then we got on board and since then it's been a really great journey with Anega. So how do you manage because I'm sure you have full-time like classes and then uh, you know I see your Instagram and you're quite active there as well. Yeah yeah so the thing is uh, when I was you know it's been like two years three years in this digital space initially when I started uh, I didn't have any plans. I just like, I always like, I kept about talking things and I write. So I just wanted a platform to put it out there. And one fine day, I randomly made my account public and I put whatever I wanted to feel like. And uh, surprisingly, the audience could relate to it and they could, you know, uh, find it helpful. And that's how I know that I want to keep on doing this more because people uh, are liking the content that I'm putting. So that's how I actually got into this uh, field. And after that, like initially it wasn't, it wasn't like pre-planned or anything because I was just doing what I liked, to, like what I wanted to do. I wasn't consistent. I will post like once a week, once in two weeks, something like that, because it was undergrad. So it wasn't that tough that time. But yeah, after moving to London, it has quite been a ride uh, as I have my uni and you know, you're from like you've studied here in the UK. So you have a lot of reports that you have to submit a lot of assignments that you have to do. The deadlines are like very strict. So it was like I've seen a difference when I was in India and when I was in London, like the content difference, the engagement difference and everything. But the thing is, I'm just trying to like keep up. I'm just trying to do the best I can so that people get like what they what they want from me. And, and why do these people follow you? What, what do you write about? What do you like to talk about? Tell us a bit more about the kind of content you put out there. So I am uh, an Vitaligo advocate. And I've been talking about vitiligo since a very young age. Uh, initially in school, I used to write poems about it. And those poems were published in the school magazine. And like, that's how I think I gain confidence that what I'm writing or what I'm putting into words, like my thoughts when I'm putting it into words, it's not something that is very vague. It is something that people can read and, you know, relate to it. So that's how I think I started talking about vitiligo more. I used to talk about to my, uh, it to my friends 
and family obviously so uh, my family uh, has vitiligo my mama my papa and my brother as well so since the childhood i knew what vitiligo was i knew how it happens and all of that because they taught me about it at a very young age and i think that's what uh, made me talk about it more when people around me asked me questions regarding that and as i grew up i realized that uh, there is a lot of lack of information there around vitiligo so i wanted to you know just share whatever i have so that whenever if someone's talking to me at least they know that what it is because i have an information and sharing is only going to you know uh, educate them more about it and not make any assumptions so that's how uh, it like that's how it went on talking about it and uh, that's what i do on my instagram also i talk about vitiligo i tell about the myths and you know the facts i try to keep my profile as versatile as possible because vitiligo is like one part of my life but as i always say it shouldn't it shouldn't be just the focus and like i'm just as normal as any other person and uh, vitiligo is obviously a big part and like i'm here to talk about it because there's lack of awareness but then it is not something that just defines me like as ria as ria agrawal there's a lot more so i try to put out whatever i can and however i can so yeah that is so inspiring ria uh, this is something that uh, you know so many people i mean it's a very common word to because it's such a common disease uh, and it's a skin disorder it's not even uh, identifies as a disease am i correct yeah 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 it's a skin yeah. condition yeah it's a skin condition and in in i mean in this skin condition while uh, and, and this is so you need to know that your entire family had it and still uh, they have instilled the confidence in you to sort of share it but there's so many people out there who may be going through something similar and don't have the confidence to share it are there any yeah. uh, you know point starters for them which you feel would help them sort of share their experiences as well that sort of helped you were there turning points in your childhood which made you own up to who you are and talk more about it uh you know so i always talk about this uh i think my confidence is built up because of my childhood entirely because since day one uh my parents have never treated me differently uh i was just like any other kid cute chubby not caring about anything just playing with friends all of that and they never stopped me from anything they never uh, asked me to wear certain type of clothes they never took me for treatments uh i think it's also because they had already been through a lot and they didn't want me to suffer through it again so they never like let me be like a vitiligo child they let me be just a normal regular kid and uh, since then my like i've always felt confident because i always thought i'm not different it's just that when i grew up i started to understand how society thinks how uh the perception of beauty has developed over the years and like what is wrong what is right and all of that as a kid you do not pay attention to all of this you just on your own and you know when there are people around you who love you for who you are you really do not care about anything else it's just when i grew up i started to understand when people started commenting when people started making remarks or you know 
coming and giving advices and suggestions and treatments that you should do this, you should do that, and all of that. Till date, I get those suggestions and remarks, and like that's when, that's when I understood that okay, uh, you know, there is something wrong with me. But I never felt that as a child. So I think for anyone, I would say that it it you know family plays a very big role in developing your confidence. If your family, if first of all you have to accept yourself, and more than that, your family has to accept it, and the society will eventually. Like if you are okay with it, there's nothing. There's no one who can stop you from doing whatever you want or live the way you want. But uh, when you have that self doubt in you, and when your you know close ones are the ones who are you know demotivating you regarding that. I think that's when people break, and that's why they do not have the confidence to step out in the world. Uh, so I think that should change. That families should be more accepting. And like with LIGO, I agree. Before there were very, uh, you know, before there were myths and notions about it. But then now we have so much information. Everything is there on Google. The facts are there. Uh, everything like a to z you'll get everything so there's no need to make assumptions about a skin condition and treat people differently on basis of that that's so well said and and you know what you said at the beginning was also so important that you as ria are so much more than that so your entire page is not just about that it's about who you are and you are just like all of us you know you're a girl having fun doing uh actually more than just having fun doing multiple things uh being a digital creator doing your masters putting such great content out there and then you're also uh signed up with enega to uh get into this beautiful world of uh, modeling and creation as well which is a lot sabi ria is there a wonderful childhood memory that um do you remember you sort of think about it in london also where you felt that you were fully yourself and you just don't want to let go of that memory uh i think um uh initially when i joined the school you know uh, before you join like nursery you are surrounded with people you know and they are accustomed to it and everything but i remember joining the school initially and i think those were the most fun days because i didn't know how people would react that time and surprisingly everybody around me never reacted differently everybody around me was just uh, happy and you know i think i missed those school days when you start going to school initially and you make friends and those friends turn out to be so good that like you don't even think of anything else i think that's one thing that i really miss about my childhood that is beautiful i also want to ask if you felt that as a child uh, the people around you were more accepting to you versus as an adult or it's the other way around no no definitely definitely as a child people were more accepting as an adult till date uh, like on a very on a everyday basis i still get questions i still get suggestions so as a child nobody around me cared about anything nobody asked me questions about anything they were just happy to be around me and i was happy to be around them but as an adult i think you get uh, like maybe it is a f- out of curiosity or like you know them there might be multiple reasons behind why people react a certain way but then as an adult i have faced more issues uh, honestly and uh, as a child 
for pe- people tell me that as a child it's it's always difficult to go through things but surprisingly for me as a child it was very smooth i never felt anything uh, you know wrong with me or wrong with the world uh, but as i grew up i started to understand like no uh, you know there are remarks that are there and you have to like address them so like i got a sense of responsibility maybe like i realized that okay these are the remarks that i have to address to but as a child i really didn't care like you know even if there were remarks here and there i knew they were just like banters and you know not they didn't mean anything but now i do like now i realize that it's just not uh, they're not saying it for the sake of saying it but they really mean it so i think as a child it's it was really good for me it's true when we are children we we truly live our day like we don't care about anything around us yeah. we enjoy those little things those little joys and and there's definitely less judgment around everything which is how life should be and it's so um sad to know that as we grow up and we grow older yeah. uh we take the liberty to uh ask questions that may or may not have anything to do with us right and it's it's yeah. out of curiosity like you said you know you're such a positive person you say that people are asking you just out of curiosity also that is that is such a wonderful understanding you have but but as adults we we really uh, push ourselves to go uh, and not uh, go into domains which have uh, you know no impact on us maybe right <laughs> and that, that's that's such an interesting like uh, way uh, of living that we're we're so much more when we're children i feel than yeah. <laughs> adults now we live in a digital world and you just cannot escape you know the questions that are around on the internet like there's no escape to that even if you're not meeting anybody you know somebody's talking about something that might or might not affect you you know things like that so true ria ria so tell me what next you're already doing so much there's so much happening and all these exciting things what next i'm sure you have a plan uh so i'll be completing my masters in a month or two and then i am going to move back to india because um i really want to come back to india honestly <laughs> i mean i love london but then i feel that i don't know i'm just more comfortable like i'm more comfortable in the sense i'm close to my family just like one flight away one call away and in in terms of work as well uh, a lot of brands that i want to work with i'm not able to because i'm not in india so that's also one of the big reasons that i want to come back uh so yeah for now that's the plan uh, i'll be moving to india in a month or two and then probably work uh as a digital marketer as well as doing the content creation that's amazing yeah is there anything uh that you want to tell our listeners today already i think the what like the conversation has been so exciting and inspiring but this are there any like goodbye remarks you want to leave all of us with one thing i am definitely taking away from this podcast is that we got to really go back to childhood we we really need to bring <laughs> out the children in ourselves because those are the best times the least judgmental times and we're just too busy having fun and that's how life should be yeah definitely i mean one thing uh that i want to say is that i really love what your brand is doing um not just because we're talking about it but uh, you know as i mentioned that uh, you have to like i was very free and you know i was living easy in childhood i think your brand is literally representing that to like take it easy and uh, that's how it should be in this fast paced world like 
not you know not pay uh, heed to things that are not affecting you directly like you know uh, the more you take it easy the more it is like the more it will become easier for you to live the life happily and I, that's how i try to live my life i if i had paid attention to all those remarks and comments and you know never uh, and you know i kept it in my head and things like that i wouldn't be the person i am today and uh, i think that's how it should be so kudos to you and your brand i no thank I, you and thank you for putting yourself out there otherwise we wouldn't have got connected and <laughs> you you're so right that's what the aste tribe is all about it's about everybody it's it's you know we always say our vision at aste is to build an equal and joyful environment for all women irrespective of our sizes lifestyle race body type color because these are such things of passe and like these boundaries were made by the magazine culture the instagram filters this is not how real life is a real woman exactly. could be anybody and uh, we we all have such wonderful life and you know uh, circumstances and all the memories that we want to share with everyone and i'm glad that you know we at aste got this platform to sort of share with everybody and there are so many people like you out there ria also creating your own platforms and putting the lives out there which is amazing thank you so much for your time ria this has been a complete pleasure thank you so much i really had fun and i really felt like we had like one to one conversation which is really interesting yeah. so thank you so much for having me it's been fun it's been fun with aste let's hope your london sun goes down and the weather is a little more relaxed for you to go out there and enjoy oh and definitely thanks, <laughs> thanks priya bye thank you bye bye that was a truly inspiring conversation You were right. She is really changing the perspectives and lives of many people through her content. Yeah, and I think what's even more interesting is that not only has she shown us that you can change the narrative for your story, but that through your story you can like inspire and give hope to so many others. Yeah, and I think that is what we want everyone here who's listening uh these podcasts to achieve. We want you to hear these stories and know that no matter where you are in your life right now you can pick up yourself and begin again. Yeah and you know you don't have to follow standards set by society you can just go there be you be your own person and own it. Guys we truly hope that listening to these gorgeous and beautiful women fill you with happiness and pride because us girls need to stick together all right. Yeah and uh, until next time bye guys keep living our stay and catch us across all our social media which we always shamelessly plug in towards the end bye bye bye